0: You are tuned in to the NFLPA Collegiate Bowl Watchlist Show with your host Rick Saratella and Joe Everett featuring NFLPA Bowl Executive Director Dane Vandernath. Back at it again, counting down to the 2020 NFLPA Collegiate Bowl. This is your host Rick Saratella here on another edition of the NFLPA Bowl Player Spotlight Show. Today, rev up the engines. Wrap on the Jet Fuel Rockets. Pay attention. We've got an explosive runner who's going to be playing on the West Coast here. Coming via Central Michigan. He is Jonathan Ward. He's going to join us here in just a moment on our latest edition of the NFL PA Bowl Player Spotlight Show. And if you're just tuning in for the first time, well, hey, you're in for a special treat. Because we have Dane Vandernat, the Director of College Recruiting. Von Hutchins, a longtime NFL player and scout. Uh, along with myself putting these players on the hot seat and this is similar to the uh one-on-one sit-downs that nfl teams conduct with players kind of bringing you behind the scenes behind closed doors uh with these interviews and getting to know these players before they hit the field out in pasadena at the historic rose bowl january 18th you know make sure you book your information go online uh com. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter at NFLPA Bowl, where you know, we're publishing all of these interviews, and we've got uh, a lot of good ones in the books. We've got a lot of good ones lined up, and we're going to continue to count you down for the next month or so. Today's recording date is December 13th, 2019, and uh, you know we're looking forward to kind of getting to know Jonathan Ward, uh, understanding the turnarounds, year for Central Michigan, going from uh, a one-win team last year to an eight-win team this year. Uh, get the bowling shoes ready. They're going out to New Mexico for the New Mexico Bowl. So we'll talk all about that. Um, but before we do, welcome in one of my co-hosts here. We have uh, Dane Vandernat on the hotline, 10 years, director of pro personnel for the Oakland Raiders, of course, college recruiting director here at the NFLPA Bowl. What's happening, Dane? What up,
1: Rick? Looking forward to talking to John and you guys here.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. We'll have Von Hutchins momentarily here in just a moment. And, uh, you know, before we do, uh, you know, Dane, I know John is coming out of practice, so he said he might be running a few minutes late in, in the meantime here. Let's just talk a little bit about Ward and what he brings to the table. Obviously, shot out of a cannon this past year. I don't know too many um, scouts who kind of you know, we're talking about Jonathan Ward as a uh, heavy draft prospect, but he has improved his draft stock significantly here in 2019. Yeah, you know what? And I was actually
1: kind of alerted by a scouting buddy of mine to him, and he's obviously gone on to have a prolific season. He was over 1,000 all-purpose yards this year, 16 touchdowns, I believe 15 of those on the ground. Um, the production speaks for itself, but – Speaking towards you know the future here and projecting them a- into the NFL, what you get, and I think what teams are going to appreciate about Jonathan Ward is that you get a-, a-, a back with decent size, who's elusive, who runs stronger than you might think. He's deceptively strong, as uh, Joey Klingscales Scales would say. He has excellent contact balance. When he's getting hit, he's able to maintain um, you know the- his-, his stride and continue to turn out positive yards. And as Zach Crockett, the great fullback and running back would say, um, he runs with great body lean. I mean, when he gets hit, he's falling forward, and he's turning for some extra yardage that way too. And I think that the fact that he can catch the football out of the backfield is only going to add to his versatile skill set. So I'm looking forward to talking with him here, along with you guys, and then obviously seeing him again
0: down in uh, Pasadena next month. And I think uh, Zach Zach Crockett knows a thing or two about hitting people in the mouth, falling forward uh, after contact on, on his runs. And he was always a uh, personal favorite to watch play. Uh, great, great runner there. Um, you know, going back to that era, uh, pretty funny because I was going to mention Charlie Fry, who is now the offensive coordinator at Central Michigan, a former first-round pick. Uh, back, I think I want to say 1994 uh, from the what, what, Cleveland Browns. I think then he played. Nah, not that he, long. Yeah, you know,
1: he was, a, I believe, a third round pick in uh, you know in, in 2006. I want to say.
0: Okay, there you go. So hey, hey, we've been doing this for too long, Dane. I mean, hey, we can't keep track of <laughs> all these years and all these players, but hey, we're doing our best that we can. And uh, you know, obviously, a first round pick or a third round pick. Uh, type of pedigree so uh, he's worked with Ward there running the offense and I'm just curious to kind of see if uh, you know Fry has been coaching him up now here trying to make that transition to the next level the uh, cool thing is they still have a bowl game uh, remaining so you know they'll go from or, or Ward will go from the New Mexico Bowl to the uh, NFL PA Collegiate Bowl a kind of a short turnaround but uh, hey Uh, When you get the opportunity to perform in front of NFL scouts, you got to take advantage of it, and that's what he'll be doing. So uh, hopefully, we have Ward here in just a moment, and we'll uh, continue. Well, Rick, you know what? If I can interject here, you know what? We actually have some some old Oakland
1: roots uh, because Charlie Fry was with me in Oakland in 2009 and 2010, and uh, I'm anxious to actually ask Jonathan how Charlie's doing now going from a player to an offensive coordinator up there and then of course coach McElwain. he was a uh quarterback's coach uh back in the Bill Callahan years for for the Raiders as well which predated me there but um you know coach Mac, he was actually kind enough when I went up and visited this year and dropped in on a nice cold day up in Mount Pleasant uh Michigan he was the one that opened the door to the facility because uh Right now, they've got a new facility under construction, and they're out in portable trailers in the parking lot. So it's a little bit of an odd dynamic, I'm certain, but that's going to be a beautiful stadium and setup for Central Michigan once it's all complete.
0: No, it's going to be uh, fun to watch it all unfold, and we do have Jonathan Ward from Central Michigan, fresh out of his workouts. Uh, So all you ladies out there, he's hot and sweaty. He's ready to go. But hey, uh, before we welcome in Jonathan Ward, Let's talk to uh, this man, Von Hutchins, 13 years as a NFL player and scout. And, uh, you know, Von, you've uh, had your fair share of trying to stop running back during your playing career. Uh, what do you see here on tape from Jonathan Ward?
2: I mean, just the athleticism, the explosiveness. Uh, to be able to gain as many yards per carry as, he, as Jonathan was able to get, uh, it's it's, it's just a testament to how much he's worked, how much he's continued to develop, uh, and a testament to just God-given abilities. Uh, so, I mean, I'm anxious just to give him, uh, you know, his his due and just to talk to him to see how uh, he helped himself from 18 to 19.
0: Yeah, and I'm excited, you know, just to have him out in Pasadena. I think this is one guy, if I were to um, – You know, pick a player who who is most likely to have uh, some splash plays, I like to call them out there in Pasadena, where, you know, they're just uh, making big plays and it just kind of turns your attention, kind of turn to the scout next to you. You just kind of say, whoa, okay, we've got ourselves a player here. I think Ward really has a chance to stand out amongst the competition and for those of you who don't know uh by the end of this interview you will know and we welcome him into the show uh joining us now is jonathan ward central michigan running back he's on the nfl pa bowl player spotlight show right now jonathan how are we doing today man
3: i'm doing good how are you
0: uh we're doing good man just uh, talking about your overall game and we'll dig into that uh, into the specifics in just a moment but uh let's talk uh first Kick it off here. Obviously, Coach McElwain coming in, taking over a one-win team. You guys uh, improved to I think eight and five. It was this past year. You got your bowling shoes on, hitting the alleys, going out to the New Mexico Bowl, and uh, you know we're looking forward to having you out in Pasadena. But talk to me first off about the turnaround this season. What were uh, some of the key uh, criteria, in your opinion, the factors into why the Chippewas? Uh, had a big-time turnaround this past year? Uh,
3: you know, it was really, like you said, Coach Mack, he came in. He uh, he brought in an amazing coaching staff. You know, the guys came in uh, December 1st and got straight to work. And it was just about us buying in as a team. And uh, being a senior, you know, being a part of a winning team and a losing team, uh while being here at central i you know the seniors we just got together and we just you just knew that we just had to buy in and get it done you know uh if we didn't lead, if we didn't lead the team then no one would no one knew the expectation of chippewa football but the seniors you know uh we were a young team coming in from the 18 season um you know, new coaches, they've never been here. You know, and they're new to the Mac and stuff like that. So it was up to the stage, you know, just to set the standard for the uh, 2019 season. Hey, Jonathan,
1: this is Dane Vandernat. Hey, man, I was able to get on up to Mount Pleasant and then watch you and your teammates, man, and just really, you know, enjoyed watching you go out there and seeing the style that you play, the finish that clearly is part of your game. But before we get into you as a player a little bit, man, give our listening audience a little, you know, update about who Jonathan Ward is, where you're from. Um, and, and tell us your story a little bit, man.
3: Um, yeah, I'm a senior. I'm from, uh, KK, Illinois, about 40 minutes out of Chicago, uh, came to central Michigan, my only, uh, division one football offer where only offer a period. Uh, it was kind of, kind of crazy how I got here. It was, um, actually had a, a guy that went to my high school that was on the team here and uh a former running back coach Gino Godulli, he uh he was asking about like asking the running backs in the room like if they knew of any uh running backs from back home and uh my shoemaker he uh referred me to Gino Godulli and he watched my tape and he he called me the day that he watched my tape and it was the day that uh coach John Bonamigo had first gotten in the office and you know, they called me and called me up and said they love my footwork and they loved uh, my playing style. You know, and they gave me a chance to come play football here. You know, came here and I just r- ran with the opportunity. No doubt, no doubt, John. This is uh, Von Hutchins here, uh,
2: And Since we got the background out of the way, man, tell us a little bit about your your style. Uh, you know, what do you think of yourself as an athlete? What's your best best attribute? Uh, yeah, yeah, what do you prefer to do? Run guys over, uh make mis? Yeah, tell us a little bit about what you think that you are as a player.
3: I feel as if I'm a pretty dynamic player. uh, my strongest uh aspect of my game is my versatility. uh just playing football for such a long time since I was like four years old. I played just about every position there is on the football field, so you know every position uh comes pretty much natural uh as far as like catching the ball throwing the ball things like that you know i uh look up to guys growing up watching Barry Sanders so i try to get his looseness, uh making guys miss that way then you know you got Damian Thompson a guy who was you know powerful and could make you miss so i try to um i try to clone my game after him and then of course you know Reggie Bush uh when he was at USC you know he was a, a dynamic athlete you know, he could do it all as well. So I just tried to mock my game after them. And then um Tavon Austin, he was a big influence for me in high school to line up in the slot to learn how to run routes and, and uh take my game to the next level like that. So, you know, I just try to line up anywhere on the offensive side of the ball or defensive side of the ball just to make plays and, yeah. Hey, well, Jonathan, uh, Rick here again. I mean,
0: watching Barry Sanders, LaDainian Tomlinson, uh, two Hall of Fame players right there. And uh, you're going to be going on to Pasadena and, of course, the next level into the NFL making your own name for yourself. You know, I'm curious, though, who's a guy on the other side of the ball that kind of made a name for themselves, in your opinion, uh, just going up against a, an, a tough opponent and whether that was uh, – an overall team, I know you guys faced Wisconsin this year. You nearly uh, beat Miami. You went down and, and nearly beat uh, Miami down there in Florida. But uh, whether it was an overall team or an individual opponent, who's, who's someone that stands out in your mind as just a tough
3: opponent that you've faced throughout your career? I'd have to say it would be Wyoming. Uh, my sophomore year in the Idaho Potato Bowl, you know, those were uh, hard-nosed players. You know, that those guys – every tackle there was at least three to four guys around the ball. Um, you know, just just the passions that they played with. They all they all flew to the ball. They were all hard hitters, you know. They had a high motor. They never died out. So I feel as if like, that was probably the most um the most challenging team I could say that I played against. But as far as like single player, uh I definitely have to say Josh Allen from Kentucky, uh last year, you know, he, he was just an amazing athlete, freaking nature. Sure. You
1: know, Jonathan, uh, I got a two part question for you here. But, um, you know, first of all, I want to let Rick and Vaughn know that it's not very often you find a a tailback with hands that measure 10 and a quarter inches. I mean, those are some myths you got there, man. I'm sure it makes catching the ball a little bit easier. And I'm sure you haven't fumbled once
3: in your career, right? (laughs) No, I actually did. I I... (laughs) My first fumble came, I think, last year. But, no, I usually don't, though. I don't really fumble like that. So it's an advantage advantage for sure.
1: Yeah, no doubt, man. Hey, and you know what? To have 97 career receptions, I think that speaks, you know, tremendously to your ability to catch the ball out of the backfield. And that's really going to be an important attribute for you as you transition to the NFL. But the question that I have for you Vaughn hit you with the strength of your game, and the style that you are, but what are some of the things that you think you need to work on? What are some aspects of your game that you really feel might be underdeveloped at this point or are something that you know you're going to have to improve uh, the next
3: year and going forward in your NFL career? Of course, you know, you can never, uh, you can never be too good of a perfectionist with pass protection. Feel as if, you know, I uh, I want to definitely Get my past perfection uh up. I wanna I wanna become more more of a student of the game. You know, I'm learning more and more every day about, you know, the defensive the defensive schemes and just seeing the plays develop before the ball is hyped and just picking up my speed of the game. You know, I know the NFL is, is faster than college pace. you know, just wanna be able to get my balance better too as well, you know, mm-hmm. shedding tackles, uh getting balance like Alvin Kamara. And and like Saquon Barkley, you know, those guys, they, they're perfect examples of guys that have tremendous balance. And, you know, you have balance as a running back, you know, you can't go wrong with that. So I definitely want to uh, work those aspects of my game this offseason to improve.
2: Yeah, John, speak about uh, some type of adversity that you had to come, whether it was on the field with an injury uh, or off the field uh, growing up. Uh, some type of adversity that you had to come overcome and how did it help you in life and in, and in ball?
3: Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I feel as if everybody goes to adversity, you know, um, for instance, last year, uh, we were the worst team, the worst MBS team in, in the nation, you know, uh, one of eleven, And that was, that was tough, you know, uh, especially junior year, expecting to have a, a big season and then dealing with injuries and stuff like that and being a guy that the team uh, is leaning on, you know, you can't be able to uh, provide protection due to injuries and things like that. You know, that took a toll on me mentally. And, you know, it's just it's, just, it's not about how how adversity hits, it's about how you respond to it, you know. Um, one of my favorite artists, they said that, you know, pressure can burst pipes and pressure can make diamonds. And it's like, you know, if you can prosper uh, through adversity, then, you know, that you're in real form. So, you know, I just took that life lesson and just and just ran with it. Like, you know, it's not about what you go through. It's about how you react to it, you know. And perfect example is just bouncing back this year and making it to our conference championship, you know, uh, last in our conference and stuff like that. You know, just how you respond. You just got to keep going.
0: Talking to Jonathan Ward, Central Michigan running back here on the NFL PA Bowl Spotlight Show. Rick Saratella, Dane Vandernat, Von Hutchins along for the ride. And uh, Jonathan's going to be giving some uh, taxi cab service out in Pasadena, taking it to the house. Looking forward to seeing you out there, uh, Jonathan. But, hey, let's get to know you a little bit off the field, outside the lines. I mean, what are you doing in your spare time? Obviously, uh, studying for opponents and, and and getting in the film room, but outside of football, I mean, what do you like to do uh, when you're not playing, practicing, studying football? What are some of your hobbies? Uh, maybe give us something, a little insight, you know,
3: something we might not know about you. Um, I love to cook. I got a passion for cooking. Uh, I used to want to be a chef when I was growing up. I wanted to go to uh, culinary Art school. I uh, I like to fish. Um, you know, I like to train my little brothers too, as well with their uh, sports, whether that's baseball, football, or basketball. I like being involved with like the younger kids in the community, just helping them develop their game, which with with whatever sport that may be, uh, you know, I just like being around and helping the youth. And yeah, I uh, I also, I used to play the saxophone when I was probably like uh sophomore in high school. You know, I'm pretty sure I could still play. I haven't played in a while, but, yeah, I got a passion for that as well.
1: <laughs> man, Jonathan, you're a renaissance man.
3: Hey, um, <laughs> Eric,
1: I was fortunate enough to be with Charlie Fry out in Oakland for a couple of years when he was still playing. Obviously, you guys had tremendous success with him coordinating the offense with Coach <laughs> Mack this year for you guys. But, you know, it, I, the thing that kind of he said in an article, he was talking about you know, you really kind of having that clean slate this year, rising to the occasion. love hearing that you were bringing your old linemen some tacos and donuts, you know, to just to thank them for clearing some lanes for you. But talk to us a little bit about maybe something that changed for you or, you know, the light came on or however you want to kind of, um, you know, tune it. What do you think, or talk to us a little bit about this last senior season of yours and you really stepping up and becoming a leader for uh, for the Chippewas?
3: Uh, you know, it really came from just the aspect of how last season went. Uh, I feel as if, like, you know, the leadership on the team wasn't up to par. And then it was just a reality check that I had to have with myself to just sit down and say, you know, uh, you know you're a guy that's going to be called upon not to only just make plays on the field, but people are looking up to you off the field as well. And you know, there's nothing like having um, having a relationship with your teammates and stuff like that. You know, uh, the relationships are going to carry years and years and years after football is done. You know, that's something that uh, a senior told me my freshman year. Devin Spaulding. He uh, well, he was he was an older guy in the running back room, but he just told me like, you know, you got to have a connection and a love connection with your uh, with your o you know, they block for you, and you, they make you look good, you make them look good, you know, it's just it's just about, you know, just having that bond with one another, and that's something that I took it to aspect this year, just um, understanding, you know, that the uh, O-linemen, they really don't get credit, they don't get as much credit as they should when it comes to the game of football, so, you know, I just try to show them love with, with little things, even if that's tacos or donuts or stuff like that, just showing them, you know, that that work isn't going unnoticed.
2: No, right, man, that's a great thing to do, man. And those guys, uh, they take notice of that. That O line group is a tight knit group. That uh, man, that's a small frat. Those guys gotta have each other's back, and for you to take care of them, they're gonna take care of you. Uh, yes, sir. Question: Who is one of your top? Uh, NFL guys now that you say that you know I like the way he plays what part of his game uh, and then for you yourself uh, we talked about you know your hand and your run style what do you think separates you from the from the rest of the players that are going to come out in this draft uh, whether it be on the field whether it be off the field whether it be uh, you know just the mental aspect of it
3: right now um my top player, top players would be uh, Lamar Jackson and Alvin Kamara. Uh, those two guys, I just feel like they're just they're just giving football a new trend style of play. You know, um, just bringing in different aspects of the table. Um, as far as just Alvin Kamara being versatile, you know, um, just I know that I get a comparison to him a lot, being able to line up at the slide and being able to catch out the backfield, and then uh, Lamar Jackson quarterback was my first position uh, playing football, you know, and I used to look up to Vic, and now I was young, I was young to really know what Vic, how great Vic was back then, but now it's just like, you know, he's a modern-day Eric Vic, so now I'm just looking at him like, you know, if I was a quarterback I I would want to be a quarterback like him. So I just admire watching those guys play. And as far as uh, what separates me, I just feel as if like I always play, I always play with the chip on my shoulder. I'm never uh, content with anything, you know, I don't really let the accolades or anything like that get to me it's just always i'm always trying to find a way to improve whether that's on the field or off the field just trying to elevate my lifestyle and my uh, playing style to the next level you know to be one of those guys that people try to mock their game after one day you know so so i want to be one of those people that you know they can say they try to play like jonathan Ward, that they got this playing style from watching jonathan Ward play and stuff like that so Hey
0: Jonathan Rick here. We're uh winding down. I got one or two more last questions for you here. Uh obviously you're gonna be out in Pasadena meeting with all thirty two NFL teams, hundreds of scouts there. When you get inside the that, that meeting room and be and, and sit down with those teams, I want you to tell me why an NFL GM should draft
3: Jonathan Ward. I'm a hard worker, you know. Like I said, like I'm never content with Anything really, uh, especially when it comes to the game of football, I'm always trying to improve. I feel as if like I bring multiple work ethics in one person. You know, you you're gonna get you're gonna get a running back out of me, a wide receiver, a slot, a punt returner, a kick returner. You know, I go play DB too if you need me to. So that's four or five different players in just one, and I'm coming and I'm bringing in the work ethic of all five, six different positions every day coming in to work. You know, first one in, last one out, just trying to perfect my game. And, you know, just representing the organization too, well off the field as well as on the field. I just, you know, know that there's always a target on your back from being an athlete, you know. Just keeping my nose clean, just doing what's right, even when people aren't watching, you know. And I just feel like that's something that people look for uh, within the organization, especially being as big as the NFL so that's why I feel as if, you know, someone should invest in me.
0: Hey, I love it. And you're telling me there might be a chance we line you up in DB drills, little Iron Man football. I like that. Uh, you know, last, last one for you, though, uh, before we let you go. I mean, hey, the the listening audience at home is getting tired of me talking about food. But, hey, I'm a tiny man. It's a, it all comes back to food at the end of the day. You mentioned that. You know you like to cook. I'm I'm just curious. What what's your specialty this year?
3: What what's the uh, Jonathan Ward dish of the day that you're cooking up? Uh, like you mean dish of the day? What I'm going to make today, or just like what's my go-to meal?
0: No, what's the specialty, man? What's the go-to dish? Maybe we got to get those old linemen instead of tacos and donuts. Maybe we got to get them the Jonathan Ward special.
3: Uh, actually, I made them. Uh, I made them jerk alfredo. Uh, probably like a week ago, a week or two ago. They seem to love that. Uh, I'm Right now, you know, I'm transitioning. I transition from favorite foods just about every month. Like, uh, during the summertime, it's barbecue. You know, I love to barbecue during the summer and stuff like that. But lately, it's been about jerk food. I don't know why. I just, I just been on a jerk crave, like, uh, just trying different jerk recipes and things like that. And like you said, um, you like Italian. That's my favorite Dish is italian food so i tried to combine the two and try to get creative and make like a jerk alfredo a jerk uh shrimp chicken alfredo and they seem to love it they seem to like it a lot so you know uh right now i say that's probably one of my go-tos but you can never go wrong with uh a good southern meal you know you got sweet potatoes with the fried catfish and the greens and the cornbread you know that's always a good meal so well hey i, I can oh. tell you this man you go ahead. Oh, I was going to say the jambalaya, too. Got to love the Louisiana coach. Well, hey, you know, we don't have too much jambalaya floating
0: around here in Jersey, but I can tell you this. You come out to uh, and get drafted by the Giants or Jets, man, I'm going to take you out for some chicken alfredo. I'll show you some good Italian food. And, uh, you know, hey, if you're down in Philly, they got some good – your chicken spots down there in Philly Atlantic City area but hey uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you out in Pasadena I know uh, Dane and Vaughn are are really pumped up we were excited about adding you to our roster and that's a hat tip to you and and just the performance and and high character player that you are so uh, hey we look forward to meeting you and seeing you and greeting you out in Pasadena in the meantime. And if anything else comes up between now and then, you've got our contact information. You know how to get a hold of us. And uh, you're, you're going to be a busy man, actually. I mean, you're, you're heading out to New Mexico uh, here on December 21st. And then uh, short turnaround, you'll be heading out to Pasadena for the NFL PA Bowl. Of course, you'll have to, uh, you know, get, get going with the combine training. And um, have you given any thought to all that process? Where are, where are you with all that?
3: Yeah, uh, like you said, I'm going to be a busy person. I've just I've been uh, trying to put on my schedule in like, the past two, three weeks now, and uh, it's going to be a tight turnaround, you know, but I'm definitely excited for it. Uh, you know, blessed to be in this position for sure. Um, you know, it's, just gotta, it's time to get to work now, you know. School semester is over with. Now it's time to, you know, get to it, get to the work, get to the grind.
0: Got gotcha. to make sure you bring those work boots out to Pasadena. I look forward to meeting you. And, uh, hey, appreciate taking the time here, especially coming right out of a workout and hopping on online with us. So uh, thank you so much, and uh, I'll catch you in Cali.
3: Yes, sir. Catch you, catch you there. Yeah. Yeah, take hey, care, There John. you
0: have it. Uh, Jonathan Ward, Central Michigan running back, a uh, very enlightening interview. I'm learning a lot as we go along here. We're going to have a lot more of these leading up to Pasadena. But uh, thoughts and impressions here, Dane? Yeah, you know, I mean, I just love the way that he responded and, you know,
1: talked about, uh, you know, him just kind of maturing and, you know, really taking care of his his teammates and his O-linemen and being that voice of uh, and leader presence for this Chippewa team. And, you know, no doubt Coach McElwain had a huge impact coming in this year of the staff that he brought, but Jonathan's point, man, it's those senior players that wanted to end it and get that bad taste of 1-11 out of their mouth, so... That's a
0: tribute to, to all the seniors and a tribute to John in particular. Hey, and, Vaughn, we always talk about the more you can do, the more valuable you are, uh, the versatility and, you know, the hand size, the ability to catch the ball out of the backfield, as Dane mentioned. I mean, I think his pro prospects are are looking very good and he'll have a chance to improve his draft stock out in Pasadena.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, with the way that the league is right now, being able to isolate guys out in space uh, and manipulate matchups, you got a running back to where you can put him out in the slot. Now, he's a legit pass catcher. He's a legit threat. He's a, uh, like he said, Alvin Kamara, Reggie Bush, Le'Veon Bell type guy, guys that accumulate and continue to, uh, you know, put up yardage in the passing game, as well as being legitimate runners uh in the run game so i mean if he can come out there uh the measurable stack up uh the interview process like you say he's gonna he's gonna kill that uh and he runs well at at pro day it's the guy that could elevate his stock as much as you know any running back uh that's out in pasadena Yeah, definitely a name you're gonna hear a lot more about leading up
0: to april and Hey, uh, the fact that he said he watches a lot of LaDainian Tomlinson and his ability to catch the ball out of the backfield doesn't surprise me. You heard him mention Barry Sanders. So uh, he's watching some of the all-time greats. Jonathan Ward, Central Michigan running back. He's going to be looking to make a name for himself at the next level. And uh, we look forward to hosting him out at Pasadena for the ninth annual NFLPA Collegiate Ball held on January 18th at the Historic Rose Bowl in Pasadena California hey Dane Vaughn and myself will be out there will you guys be there because I got news for you there's a lot of talent stacked up ready to go and uh we're looking forward to seeing all the football community out there so hey uh we're doing a lot more of these interviews it's a can't stop won't stop type of month here in December counting you down leading you up to the 2020 NFL PA Collegiate Bowl and uh you know, thank you, Dane and Vaughn, once again, for joining us here. I was Rick Ferratella. Till the next time, everybody. The NFLPA Collegiate Bowl Watchlist Show is part of the All Access Football Network. Thanks for listening, and be sure to subscribe.